Hey guys, it's the WWE Raw Wrap-Up Sorg here with my compatriots, Mad Mike from Poughkeepsie, New York. What up, Sorgostein? Also with us is Eamon, a friend from the Indie Mayhem Show uh, from San Antonio, Texas. Yes, indeed. Yes, you got it right, from San Antonio, Texas, as of now. So yes. and, and of course, myself up here in Pittsburgh, PA, ready to rock in. Let's... Real quick, we're on the Hangout, we're on our laptops or whatnot, just to talk raw minutes after the show. I got the pre-show on right now, guys. You mean the post-show? Pre-post-show. Yeah, the pre-show. I don't know, it looks the same. It looks the same to me, man. <laughs> looks the same to me. Uh, of course, I know you guys have some thoughts there towards the end of the uh, amazing ending to Raw. <laughs> oh. who John Cena really is. What That was weird. This was a weird Raw. It really was. Up the um, and yeah, it's it was interesting. We we had Cena versus Bray Wyatt as the main event, and that didn't turn out that well. And then the Wyatt family attacked, and then Big Show and Mark Henry came out, and we had a six man tag, and it kind of went the same way as the singles match. And I don't know. I uh, why why why. Why are they doing this with Bray Wyatt? No idea. You could have had the you could have had the main event be John Cena versus Ryback. Okay, John Cena versus Ryback. Curtis Axel interferes after NAA or whatever. Then Cena says, "You know what? I'll take both of you on right now." And John Cena being Ryback's right on a handicap match accomplishes the same exact thing without a damaging people, without brutally damaging the Wyatts. And without making Big Show and Mark Henry look like 450-pound cheerleaders, for God's sake. Yeah. Remember when they both were beat up by Brock Lesnar, too? Don't you think they'd want the belt? Hmm. Well, in the end... Go ahead, Zorg. Um, Oh, no, no, I think think you have a better opinion than I do. Well, I just felt it was... You could tell... Not even just from our opinions, but the the crowd was very dead during the main event, and it was just. <sighs> it's because they knew what was going to happen. It, it was very much like this is what's going to happen. I don't mind the story that they were trying to tell with John Cena being like, you know, the, you know, I I get the story, but it didn't have to be done with the Wyatts, especially after Bray coming off like the fucking match with Jericho. Like, seriously, come on. Um, like, I'm sorry. One loss to John Cena, A, does not instantly damage his credibility. I don't care how brutal the loss is. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, does anyone remember the Royal Rumble? Brock Lesnar threw the Big Show around like a can- like a rag doll. Mm-hmm. And no one said, oh my god, Big Show will never be able to compete for anything ever again. He should just retire. No, that's true. Well, no, I think I think people are just very protective of, of the Wyatts because they're very much like, these are the people we want to be the monsters, and we're, we're like everybody. Everybody wants the wise to be the next Undertaker, basically. I think. But and they, they need to one, as we mentioned before, affect change, and two, not be taken advantage of like this. Like uh-huh. this is very damaging, and and it's just really just. I noticed it was. I noticed it, it, it. I I do notice it was like you know, uh, you know Harper that got the pin. You know what I mean? Or. or uh, but then they like all took AAs afterwards, and like yeah. it was just like I'm just begging the Wyatts to win a feud. 
-hmm. single feud. They have not. Heels can win feuds. It's happened before. If you have, if your good guy is only as good as your believable bad guy is. Like, well, didn't then Bray win the the Jericho feud? No, they split. They split matches. Yeah, yeah. Every, you know Jericho got the heat in the beginning, and then Bray just got it back. No, there's no fucking, and it's just. Not even in the case of this is happening to the Wyatts. It happens across the board on the WWE roster. And I yeah, think it's and a case of just oversaturation and just there's too much stuff going on. And people are just trading trading wins, and trading wins don't give doesn't give people heat. That's right. I know I know Mark Ben talks a lot about the trading wins on his on his column a bit, and uh, it, it doesn't get kind of tiring after that's, a while. That's kind of one of the reasons why Brock Lesnar wrestling so selectively and being so dominant as of late. It makes him one of the most important guys on the roster. I'd say it makes him the most important person. Absolutely. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd say it does, because Brock Lesnar has had three matches since he's been back, and they've all been must-see matches. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but and, and, they, and they protect him to a degree where... And when I say protect, I just mean in the sense of when... Somebody finally gets that big win on Brock Lesnar. It's going to mean something, you know. If you're just like I said, if you're just trading wins constantly in feuds, nothing matters. Of of course, this is all shot to hell if the person that actually does get the big win on Brock Lesnar is The Rock. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's completely. Shot. I would. I would. Oh no! It gets I, completely shot to hell. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just, enjoy it. I wouldn't enjoy it, but... It's just getting that loss back from SummerSlam 2002, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Oh, God. But it's, it's, you know... Let's move on. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, Yeah, let's move on. Of course, the other big... I think the other big thing of the night is, of course, the Bellas. And the very (laughs) Springer moment we got out of that. What was that? You can look, but you can't act. It, it was very much like it, I feel like since what the seven years they've been in WWE, they have been waiting for that segment. They've been waiting to do like a Jerry Springer, like because you could tell like Nikki had shit planned, like she knew what she was gonna do going in. And it, I mean, like I was, I mean, it was cool at points, like her beating her over the head with the microphone, like on the ground, was kind of like oh shit, but. The way they got... They're being very vague with this storyline as to why Nikki doesn't like Bray. They don't have an actual reason. They don't. They really don't. The closest reason... The closest valid reason is you quit the WWE and left me to fucking wrestle handicap matches constantly, which makes sense. No, it doesn't. Minus... I was going to say, minus the fact that Nikki sided with the people that put her in the handicap matches. Yeah, It makes sense-ish. I mean, it's not like Nikki actually had to wrestle in them. She could have just left the ring for all of them and lost by countout. Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's over-logicking the storyline, though. Um, uh, really. But, yeah, it was very no. weird. I think, honestly... They could have trimmed that segment by ten minutes, and it would have oh, been easily. effective. Easily. Like, all, all they... If, if Jerry Lawler came out, gave the microphone to Bree, Bree said... Nicole, I love you. What? Why are you doing this to me? You are my sister. You are my best friend. And Nikki just grabs the mic and says, 
I wish you died in the womb, slap beatdown. That's a segment. Yeah. That's a segment. It eliminates any of the weaknesses. You don't need a vague you don't need a vague reasons because they clearly didn't have any reason for it. Except that yeah, except that Nikki like took or Bree took all of Nikki's boyfriends or whatever. Or I and also Jerry Lawler, what are you doing? Yeah, but see you see, can the do whole that. point of the whole setup for this segment was Jerry Lawler being like, you know, guys, I don't like seeing families fight. I, I want to get these two back together. Like, he, that's literally, like, the, the, what we're supposed to believe is that he organized this meeting between the two of them. He, but, Jerry Lawler, but the guy who probably doesn't talk to his son ever. <laughs> they, have, they have the formula for this feud. They had the formula for this feud. It's Brett versus Owen. Granted, way less technical wrestling ability, but it's Brett versus Owen. Do you want to know how they sold why Owen was so mad at Brett? A nice sit-down interview over two weeks with, um, oh, who's doing the interviews at the time? It might have been uh, Vince. Mm. Vince sitting down in a locker room with Owen Hart, and Owen was like, you know what? I was always looked down on by Brett. And he gave a whole very impassioned, well-rehearsed, written-down speech where you could edit and make it clean and make it concise instead of trying to do it live. And you have the WWE Network. You have the capability to do this now. Yeah. Well, and they do, and they also do that with Triple H and, and the CEO, you know, interview. Oh, I love, the, I love those. Exactly. At Brock, everything they've done with Brock. I really love those actual, those Michael Cole, like, sit-down interviews. Like, oh, they're yeah. actually really well done, I think. That would have yeah. fit, that would have fit this better for Nikki to be on one of those. And I love and I love the, the, the promo that put together the sit down interview with uh, a package ish thing with uh, Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. Like yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, so the, reason they, the reason they had to do that is different because Brock only has a certain number of dates. But they film all of that stuff in one day and they can air it so your champion is on every week in some form or fashion. And it and it looks true. intimidating and it's just it really I I agree. They need there here's the thing. There were a lot of in-ring talking segments tonight, like specialty yes. talk. And I'm, I'm not just talking like they brought I'm a not table. Just they brought an announce table in for the legends tonight. And they brought a podium out for a eulogy, and then they brought chairs out <laughs> for a Jerry Springer segment. Like there wasn't like they needed like just someone talking in the back or something. Like can I? I'm sorry. Speaking of the back of people, um, have you guys watched? I haven't watched the backstage or the pre-show for a while, but the random people walking by are kind of hilarious. Are they doing it in the in the crowd? Like, like no, 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 no. They're they're in the studio for mm. this one. I presume that that extra studio, not not in the building, like that's down the road, uh, from the looks of things. Um, mm. No, it's not there. No, uh, trust me. It's not there. <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> that, that's in that's in Titan Tower. You think that's in Titan Towers? Okay. It it ain't in the building I was working in. Sorry. Dude, it's like the server room and like this is like their command center. That I I I'm guessing this unless, is where they unless they compl- actually they were renovating that building. They may have re- renovated it completely for the network, so it, it might be there. Very possible. Because there was a whole studio set up down the road, wasn't it? Uh, not really. Kinda. No. Kinda, sorta. Yeah. yeah. I thought they had like a separate TV studio. Okay. Anyway. Oh no, they do. They do. They do. I'm confusing yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, so it's not the the the, the, the backstage post wrap up of the backstage pass. 
Uh, there's too much stuff going on. Uh, anyways, uh, and of course, uh, uh, tag teams heating up. Golden Stardust uh, getting hot after their uh, loss, not win by countout to the Usos. I'm kind of liking it. I like the more edgy, or at least angry, Golden Stardust. Let yeah, them go too. off their rockers. I need, I need when Goldust and Stardust win the tag belts, for them to snap together the belts in some form where it looks like a key. And that was the cosmic key they were talking about because the penny belts are so large and obscene. Like that, I I need that. I I need that to be a thing. And they carry it out like it's the key, like it's a comical key to the city. Hmm. I really wish that anybody would care about a a callback to the Masters of the Universe movie. They talk about the cosmic key on commentary. I know, I know. Do they like say that what that's from? No. <laughs> This guy, we, uh, I don't know. Anyways, uh, oh, but no, I, I like what they're doing. AJ are still a thing. What's that? AJ and AJ are still an awesome thing. Uh, still an amazing thing. They hugged tonight. That was so great. I, I don't understand it. I don't know where they go with I, this, but I love it. I feel like it, they literally just like reset it. Like they, they, they had the payoff of them being acting like they were friends, and now they're going back to acting like they were friends. No, they're both trying to play the same game against each other. But they already played the game. No, Eamon, Eamon, I'm okay if they trade wins back and forth. Wrestling's needed a feud like that for a while. Where they trade where they trade actual title wins it's, back it's, and forth. And it's, but it's not a matter of them trading, it is, is what I'm talking about. I'm like, like they, they acted friendly with each other when AJ came back, and then like Paige turned on AJ. And like pushed her off the stage, and like did all this shit, and but now like they're just sort of resetting on that. Like it doesn't make sense in that degree. I don't care if they trade wins, you know that's fine. But like you, it's it's like you did the story. Now continue and, and tell the story further. Don't just go back to the original part of the story. No, but the whole thing is after after. Paige has done something bad to AJ. She still said that, I love you, AJ. You're my best friend. Every single time that they've done that. And now AJ is doing that to Paige. Like, every time she costs her a win, she goes in and hugs her. This, but I thought, like, this makes my head hurt. Like, well, I, we'll let you, let you, yeah, let you go take it all there, Eamon. We'll talk more about all this, of course, tomorrow night on Wrestling Mayhem show at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at live.sorgatronmedia.com. You can join us on Twitter at Mayhem Show here on Google Plus or on Facebook or on the great Facebook group. Um, and also, we got a Indie Mayhem Show tomorrow night where we'll be talking to Eamon. Yes, uh, we'll be talking to one Jiggle James Johnson from the uh, Texas wrestling scene. Name alone has me interested. Absolutely. I can't wait to hear how that comes out. And, of course, you can check out last last week's uh, interview with the great RJ City of Nickelodeon and the International Wrestling Cartel fame and all the great interviews in the past. Uh, sign up for the Wrestling Mayhem Show Super Feed, where you'll find this, uh, as well as at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Thanks, Mad Mike from Poughkeepsie, New York. Eamon from the San Antonio. Is it the SA? Is that what we call it? Yes, the SAPX. Yes, ATX, the Static. And I'm from the PGH, the Pittsburgh PA. There's a lot of good things happening here. We'll see you guys tomorrow night.